Welcome to Frequencies, a podcast focusing on the diversity of the arts and cultural sector across Europe and beyond. I'm Maya Weisinger with Culture Action Europe. Each episode of Frequencies highlights an artist, artwork, or cultural initiative that is focused on impacting and transforming communities. In this episode, we head to the Flemish region of Belgium and focus on a community center in the heart of Merksem, a multicultural district of the city of Antwerp. Merksem Dock Community Center serves as a meeting point for people in the neighborhood to participate in programs such as community theater, Dutch language practice groups, and a number of cultural and artistic programs for children. In December of 2020, the center held the Stay Yourself Fashion Show and Exhibition, an event culminating two months of work during which 10 youth created their own collection focusing on fashion and identity. The fashion show gave the preteens, all girls between the age of 10 and 13, the center stage to present their self-designed and handmade creations to a live audience comprised of their families, friends, and other community members. In a flurry of purple and pink lights, and accompanied by the beats of their hand-picked songs, the girls took their turns striding down the runway, presenting their garments that not only showed off their newly acquired textile skills, but also tell stories of their heritage and experience growing up in their neighborhood. Kuhn Pels is a community programs manager at Medicsum Dock Community Center. He originally started thinking about the fashion program as part of ongoing initiatives focused on cultural education. The center had already been running textile programs with adults, but the idea arose to organize similar workshops for kids in the 5th and 6th grade of primary school. Kuhn, along with two teaching artists, Laura and Fadim, decided to create a program exploring fashion and identity with a group of girls. I talked with him to learn more about the project and what type of impact it has made in the community. I'm Kun Pels. I'm a community programs manager at a cultural community center for the city of Antwerp in the district of Meriksen. So why did you decide to choose fashion as the focus on this project? It's a very interesting subject because fashion is already a language that a lot of kids speak, often subconsciously, and we wanted to make it more explicit for them to, to to give them a more active role in doing things around their identity and the way they present themselves and the way they think about themselves with this language. And why did you decide to create this program specifically for girls? We In the beginning, we were thinking about doing it for both boys and girls. But talking with with uh, the art teachers, we found it more interesting to focus on girls because fashion is a lot more present in their lives. And it's also something that they are more limited in than, than boys. There is a lot more external pressure on them, on how they can present themselves, uh, 
what they should wear, what they shouldn't wear. There's a lot more pressure from from parents, how they should leave the house. Um, also more pressure in schools about what they can wear, what they can't wear. Uh, more pressure from society in general also. Ik ben Sadia, ik ben 10 jaar en mijn ouders komen alle twee uit Ghana. Ik ben Geneva, ik ben 11 jaar, mijn ouders komen uit Mali. Ik ben Inas, ik ben 11 jaar en mijn mama komt uit Polen en mijn papa komt uit Marokko. Sadia is 10 and from a Ghanaian family. Geneva, 11, has parents from Mali. 11-year-old Ina's father is from Morocco and her mother is from Poland. Together, the girls chatted about their experiences in the workshops. Why have you done a model project? I want to learn and also clothing. I had it last year. That was leuk, so I wanted to do it again. I wanted to learn more, so I thought I would here and come to do it. The girls were excited to be in the fashion project because they wanted to learn to sew and they liked the idea of making their own clothes. A few had already had some experiences sewing and wanted to see what else they could do in the workshops. Hello, Mariam and iedereen die hier niet is. Ik ga een filmpje zeggen. Hallo. Hallo. Salam alaikum. We gaan aan iedereen uitleggen wat we gaan doen. Dus ik ga. Fadim Terzidi and Laura Vargas led the workshops, both coming into the project with a unique set of skills to offer. Laura, a teaching artist, focused on designing the concept of the pieces and leading discussion about self-identity. Fadim worked with the group to develop their textile skills alongside self-confidence exercises. Fadim and Laura made it their objective to not only deliver workshops focused on the technical skills of sewing or the aesthetic aspect of designing outfits, but to frame these activities by creating a concept that would engage the girls in conversations about self-expression and empowerment and the impact of their everyday experiences. I'm Laura Vargas. Um, I come from Colombia. I've been living in Belgium for eight years and uh, I'm a love migrant. That means I came here for love, uh, fell in love with a Belgian guy. The concept started from a question, and the question was, what is your biggest challenge as a woman in Belgium, like now? We sat there in that floor with a big piece of paper, um, and they had post-its, and I said, write uh, three or five of the biggest challenges of what it is to be a woman right now. And they wrote a lot of things, uh, I was really impressed, first of two things, how mature they were, like mm -hmm. on their challenges, and second, uh, how recurrent the, those challenges mm -hmm. are, uh, and how like women are facing since very early ages, they, they are starting to understand this, the, the challenges that we have as women. Mm -hmm. um, and we started gathering those challenges in categories that were the same. So like um, the most recurrent ones were like, uh, 
that men uh, think that because I'm a woman, I have to uh, just stay at home and mm. not uh, study, that I'm like only made for being a housewife. Mm, mm-hmm. But also there was a lot with like body insecurities that like that they, they, they had to be pretty, they had to be, that was also very recurrent. But the most recurrent one and the one I thought was the most strongest when they speak was everything that had to do with the street harassment mm. but also had to do with like their daily lives and as we spoke uh, they could share like things like yeah and yesterday I was here in the tram and some some boys were being rude and they were uh, screaming things so there were really things that were happening here in the here and now that could have happened yesterday that were very real to them so we thought that category was I thought was okay this is mm-hmm. saying something to me Fadim talked about the importance of having an open start with the group and the value of beginning the project from their perspective, really using their input to feed the creative process. Ik ben uh, Fadim en ik doe al ik geef al jaren workshops. Ben heel hard met kinderen um, bezig en met kledij. En beide kwamen op mijn pad. De workshops altijd um, wil ik toch beginnen met hoe dat Kinderen of ja, jongeren in dit geval. Vooral met hun waren we zo bezig om... Wat zien jullie graag? Wat willen jullie? Om vanuit hun perspectief te zien. Maar ook... Voor mij is het altijd wel een avontuur. En voor de meisjes ook, denk ik. Om aan iets te beginnen. En, uh, en, en een open start is altijd leuk. En, uh, en, en dat geeft soms meer potentieel. En, en, uh, en aangename leuke momenten dat ik ook wel heel heel ja daar ook passioneel over ben hoe dat ze met elkaar omgaan um, hoe dat ze elkaar aanspreken uh, momenten dat ze naar iets toe ja groeien naar de modeshow hoe dat de spanningen alles gewoon die emoties dat is, dat is alles wat dat, ja dat is um, she says that she has been leading workshops across Antwerp for a year, but more recently started focusing attention on working with youth in the Medicsum community, wanting to start engaging her passion for clothing and fashion at a different level. She also talks about how the backdrop of the sewing classes become a place where social development and connection between them flourish, how they interacted how they talked with each other, how they grew and worked towards the fashion show. All of those emotions, she says, are beautiful to see. Over the course of the project, Kuhn, Laura, and Fadim have seen the shift in attitude and confidence in the girls. The biggest moment was the fashion show, which took all of the thinking and talking over identity and pouring it into their creations to a new height. What did you find the most The last one was so, so, the show. Yeah, the model show. Yeah, the model show. When asked what their favorite part of the whole project was for them, 
they immediately start talking about the fashion show. And, of course, the pizza that came afterwards. I ask them how they felt being in the show. And they go on to say that they felt good and stronger being in the show. But they also talked about how it was nice to work on something with each other. I asked Kuhn about what made the project impactful and how this can be translated into other spaces where more traditional methods are being used to reach the same goals around youth empowerment. One lesson that he infuses into the pedagogy of his programming is the importance of developing children's cultural consciousness. In this case of the fashion project, it was important for him that the girls learn new ways to talk about themselves, their neighborhood, and society at large. He says by focusing on building cultural consciousness, it makes children stronger and more reflective humans. And he thinks that sometimes that's what's missing from more traditional approaches. He also says that first building trust is one of the most important factors in creating impact in the community. The project was successful, not only because of the workshops themselves, but because the community center has worked to build trust with the children and their parents over time. They worked with teachers that the kids already knew and shared similar backgrounds with. Kuhn says it was important, especially in a workshop tackling issues around women's empowerment and their cultural identity, to work with teachers that share similar migration backgrounds. He says it's also important to choose a language that they already are fluent in, and in this case it was fashion. Then the task, as organizers, was to make the topic more complex and interesting. So, as you know, this podcast is trying to bridge this gap of knowledge about what's happening at the community level across Europe and how decisions are made at a European institutional level. So what is something about your work at the community center that you wish was more understood at the EU level? Um, we're really working, like the people here working here at the community center, we're really working in the neighborhood. We're building a lot of relationships with the neighborhood. We're building a lot of trust. It's also taking a lot of our time. So it's different from from working just in a in a regular cultural institution, um, and it sometimes makes it difficult to to communicate with other cultural institutions or cultural cultural centers. We don't always speak the same language, but we build up an audience. We build up relationships with visitors that that could also go to these other institutions. Um, I think and I think it's important for us to 
keep getting funding to do, to do these smaller projects in neighborhoods. So, so people that visit our center can also discover the wider cultural world and other cultural institutions. One of the greatest outcomes, all of the organizers say, was seeing the growth of the girls from the beginning of the project to the end. Fadim reflects on the moment when they finally walked out in front of the audience and all of the stage fright and vulnerabilities that they had during the rehearsal had vanished, really revealing the self-work they had completed over the course of the project. Laura attributes this to the overall power of fashion to transform how girls see themselves in the world. Like nothing says more about who you are than, like it's it's really what you're projecting, what you wear is a great projection projection of of yourself. And uh, if you can give a space for for a, a girl to say something with that, and feel proud about herself, then what's more amazing than that? For pictures from the Stay Yourself Fashion Show and more information about the cultural projects happening at Medixum.community Center, click on the links in the description or check out the blog on the Culture Action Europe website. Frequencies is a podcast that explores arts and cultural initiatives that seek to impact and transform communities near and far. Each episode features the work, voices and experiences of artists and cultural workers across Europe and beyond. Frequencies, a production of Culture Action Europe, lives at the intersection of culture and politics by focusing on the power cultural practices and agents have in nurturing inclusive, open, diverse, fair, and democratic societies.